Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Llama Llama. Finish the line. You don't know the storybook? Wow. Llama Llama Red Pajama. The heck is that mess? It's what I'm reading Riley right now, all the time. And I'm doing it in uh, Glorilla's voice. You know, she has the rap. Llama Llama Red Pajama. Read some stories with his mama. Mm-mm. Well, we have a bunch of stories for you. I'm not that up on Glorilla. We have a bunch of stories for you in the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown. Presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ES. ESPN first story. All right, so a couple of things have uh, have have taken place on the Bills Bengals front since the uh, Demar Hamlin injury. He continues to make great progress as we've uh, as we've talked about, you know, uh, all week long. A, a, a miracle, to be honest. I mean, it really is. Um, the big game has been canceled, so they're not going to make that up. I mean, there was just no time in the in the you know if this had happened in week ten. Could they have found a way to do it? Maybe. Oh, yeah. But with the clock ticking on the regular season, uh, there was really just no way that, uh, you know, they are going to have time to make this up. So the Bengals are the champs. The Bengals are the AFC North champions here. Um, so, you know, what was supposed to be a, a game to determine that, uh, now it doesn't matter. Now, look, here's the thing. The, the Ravens were not going to win anyway. I mean, Lamar Jackson has not played in five weeks. Uh, as, as much as I love him, Snoop Huntley, he ain't going to get that done uh, against the Bengals, right, against the fully healthy Harbaugh, Bengals team. He's, he's shown that he's frustrated with that Lamar situation now. Yeah, What nah. do you expect, dude? Yeah, no, I, I – Guys hurt? Well, again – Y'all like, are about to franchise him? He wants a long term? You got Would you come back? You got to feel like that is uh, that is playing into this, right? Like the fact that he didn't it's get that It's not a contract. feel thing. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah, so they're As you can tell by Harbaugh's frustration about it when he's been asked about it publicly, he's, he's done with it. Yeah, He's so done with it. so there is going to be a special league meeting today. I don't know if it's already happened, uh, but a special league meeting today determined several different scenarios that 
may result in that AFC championship game being played on a neutral site because they're going to go by percentage points here. So if it's the Bills, if it's the Bengals, if it's the Chiefs, like the Chiefs are playing for the number one seed against the Raiders uh, on, on, on Saturday. That game's on Saturday. So I believe if they win, they will be the number one seed in the AFC, which I, I mean, if you're the Bills. Or the, here's the thing. The Bills are going to lose that game. That's what I believe. I think the Bills got a gift. By that being by that game being canceled, because when you got to think about it, when that injury happened, the Bengals had held the uh, the Bills to three, and they were already on the Buffalo side of the field, about to go up to me fourteen to three. Yeah, but it's Josh Allen the Bills on the Man, other Joey, side. You can't it, call but, that game at the one quarter. You're right, I can't. But I just felt like it's a stretch. I, it is, but I just felt like the Bengals were going to be able to score every time. That's what I felt. I felt like they were going to. Joey B was up for that one. And I agree with you. You're, there. you're right. You can't that say be, that was going to be a great game. You can't like say that the the Bengals would have absolutely, definitively, no doubt. If it was yeah, twenty one no. to three, okay. But we, you know, I'm just saying in terms of the way the game felt to me, I that felt like a Bengals win to me ultimately. So I think the Bills kind of caught a break here. You know, I really do. I mean, it was like, what about how do you not reward? You know, the you know, I, I it's 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 a complicated thing. It's a very um, you know, as it always is, convoluted. Um, the Bengals, you know, would have had a chance to earn the top seed with two more wins and a loss by the Chiefs. That won't happen now because of the cancellation. So um, it's one of those deals, um, and, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, Kansas City's going to win the game against the Raiders. Zamir White's starting for Josh Jacobs. Like, that's not even a question. That's not even a question to me. I mean, they could they keep it close? Could it be respectable? Sure. Last game of the season. But I just don't see uh, I don't see any way the Chiefs lose that game. So there were. Uh, do you have any problem with the way that this was handled? Was there any other way to handle no, this? No, 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 no. Said the same thing to Jeff this morning. He asked me, you know, is putting in a neutral side got any problem with that? Heck, no. This is unprecedented. Uh, Demar Hamlin's you know recovery is what we're most focused on. And at this point, I think you know I'm fine with it. Right. Like I told Jeff, and I know this is, but it's going to work itself out. So. I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I look at this and I say, okay, this is the way it's got to be, and I think that's the way the NFL is doing it. We said it from the get go; they weren't going to play be able to play this game. We said from the get go, you probably go to, you know, calling it for both both sides, and and you'd figure it out. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. So they just passed it. So it is officially going to be. They don't say where, but it is going to be played uh, at a neutral site. The word was Detroit's got some field things that was gonna that were going to happen after the season but can you push that back i think a lot easier to do than anything else but maybe they'll do what you uh, what you suggested john and bring it on down to simmons bank mm-hmm. we'll get uh get kevin kane to put a bid in mm-hmm. yeah they have like a bunch of um like if baltimore wins against cincinnati um and and they're scheduled to play against each other in the wild card uh the following weekend that site will be determined by coin toss mm-hmm. like there's just some some other things here um that that go into this, but yes, it is going to be in a, at a neutral site, um, and I and I agree. Like, you don't want to reward or punish any team for what happened, right? You don't want like the Chiefs to be the beneficiary of a game that unfortunately couldn't be finished because. Um, and I don't think flipping a coin gives, you know, flipping a coin and having it in one place or another. I, so you reward one fan base, but the other one, no. So the the neutral site makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. There's no, as Goodell said, and I hate to quote Goodell, but that there's no perfect answer here. It just seems like this one's the most logical and the most you know, logistically sound. Yeah, I, I agree. It's com- it's like really hard to like follow all the different scenarios because there are still so yeah, many. But well, you'd drive people right off the road if you went through all of them. So yeah, uh, but there could be a neutral site for the AFC 
championship game, and, uh, and, and the game has officially been canceled, Bills, Bengals. Next story. Uh, back to Grizzlies. We've touched on it, talked about it with Anthony Sane, um, but this team absolutely first place in the West, 25-13 and 13 now, uh, is a team that you can't talk about enough. Taylor Jenkins has got it pointed in the right direction again, and especially good to see after a rough patch there, four or five, where you lose your identity. This is now five straight for the Grizzlies after a 123-115 road victory at Orlando yesterday. Remember, Grizzlies have been shaky on the road. They're now at 10-10, and 10. I believe the exact same road record that the West, also West Division leading, Western Conference leading Denver Nuggets have. They're also 10 and 10 on the road. So you've, you've made that look better. It's the 10th straight win. They've absolutely owned the East. It's the 10th straight win for the Grizzlies against the Eastern Conference. I, I looked at this 14 and 3 this year against the East. We talked about who they'd lost to last year. They're just 20 and 10. So the, the, the pace they're on against the East, much improved. Uh, again, we mentioned they're tied with Denver, and you're coming up on a back to back. Sunday against Utah, and then Monday against San Antonio. You're talking about Utah's now. Remember when you played them? They were playing out of their gourd. Yep. Right? It's it, you, Number one, you owe them. But number two, they're now 20 and 21. And while Lori Markkinen's playing at an all-star level, uh, that's a team that you certainly owe and should beat. Uh, you got that one here at home where the Grizzlies have been so good, and then you've got San Antonio. We mentioned it. The Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, game last night, while John Moran had – 32 points. It was Jaron's 31 and 10 rebounds. I thought that was the best story out of last night. It was the way he did it. Uh, 13 points, 5 rebounds in a 43-point second quarter that you know gave the Grizzlies a lead where you know, pretty comfortable. Again, it got close, closer in the fourth quarter, uh, but never really closer than uh, close enough with where Orlando was seriously within striking distance. Uh, listen to these beautifully written words from the Associated Press on Jaron Jackson Jr.'s night. Uh, Magic rallied twice late in the game, but never had an answer for Jackson's inside power game. Inside power game. When's he ever been noted for that? But it's part of the evolution. At 6'11", 245, 7 foot, whatever the heck he is. He took 11 of the 14 shots yesterday inside the three-point arc. That's what the Grizzlies need from Inside out, we've talked about it, talked about it with Sane on the, on the podcast. He goes 10 of 11 from two. And there at the end of the game, DeMichael Cole used this uh, to lead off his story over the commercialpeel.com, Grizzlies beat writer for them. At the end of the game, when Orlando got things tight, who are they throwing it to inside to make a move on Paolo Bancaro? None other than Jaron Jackson Jr. Ja could have gone with that. He didn't. Okay, they went to Jaron Jackson Jr., and that's what you need. It's exciting to watch sort of his evolution. Again, so much of it. If he can just stay on the floor, the evolution can proceed. Yep. That's, that's when it gets held up is those times, and there, there do seem to be fewer of them. You're just hoping to get more of these, yep. more consistent games like this. And I'm telling you, when, when you're working inside that arc, inside out, yep. man, you're around that basket for offensive rebounds and everything, the rebounds go up. So it affects all parts of your game. Remember, he blocked three shots in that game, and as Taylor Jenkins said afterwards, it's definitely one of his most impressive games, if not the most so far for him in terms of the way he dominated both ends of the floor uh, Jaron's always changing shots as well, leading the league in blocks. And then we mentioned, I thought, the other, you know, in, in terms of things that happened in that game, Zaire Williams coming off the bench, especially as much as he's struggled, and we noted had been behind David Roddy in the last game in, the, uh, in minutes and in the lineup, goes 6 of 7, 16 points. It felt very important. You know, at a time where confidence is him is sliding and Taylor Jenkins says, look, I can't wait. Right now I'm comfortable with Roddy. I'm putting him out there. You get 16 points in 14 minutes from Zaire Williams. You go, oh, oh, okay, he can do that. Six of seven, like we said, and it's perfect because 
you know, in, in increasing the competition level a little bit there, you get from the two of them nine of 13. Roddy had eight. We talked about the 16. That's 24 points out of those guys. That's what you want. Yep. And, and listen, while right now Zaire a little bit ahead of him, maybe caught up a little bit last night, you'd like to see your second-year guy move past. That's, that's what you want to see happen because, remember, this was supposed to be a jump year for Zaire. Absolutely. So you've kind of motivated him a little bit, hopefully, to see that, look, man, we can't wait on you. Uh, 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 you need to bring it every, any opportunity you're out there. You need more of this on a consistent basis from Zaire because the one thing is we've seen Zaire hit shots in the playoffs. We haven't seen it from Roddy, yep. and especially if this team's going to stand pat. You know, Zaire, that opportunity for him is there. Hopefully he has more games like he had last night. So we mentioned it. Uh, Grizzlies next up will be against Utah on Sunday. Hopefully the win streak continues to six. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful uh, monologue after a win over the Orlando Magic. Paolo put up 31 for you. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the future there. I thought it was 30. Did I add a point? Yeah, you did. My apologies. 30 and 9, although, slim. Although if you did, by the way, if you did listen to the show yesterday, then, I mean, we mapped that game out completely. I mean, we told you Paolo was going to go over. We told you the Grizz were going to cover. Correct. I mean, it's just like it's really that easy. If you listen to the show, you're going to – you're, you're going to – Came through for you. You're, you're going to profit. You're going to be prosperous in 2022, and you're going to profit if you choose to do so. I mean, this is a sharp show. This is the coolest, sharpest radio show in the world. Well, thank you for that. I mean, it, it, it just is. There's no way around it. So, yeah, look, I, I agree and echo everything you said. I mean, to me, it's just about keeping yourself stimulated <laughs> – you know, like, can't, let's just we're, – we're going to trudge through here. It's going to be a bunch of mid-teams. And, look, some of these teams, by the way, are going to start tanking. You know, some of these teams now that they know we're we're, about, we're in January, we're, you know, a little bit, cl- you know, getting closer halfway through the season. Have you seen what that dude's doing, the guy they're all tanking for? Oh, no, he's ridiculous. Do you see this runner three-pointer he has? It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's crazy. That That's going to be the new – that's going to be the guy that everybody wants to I could, see. I can tell you haven't seen it. I mean, this dude's bringing a new, about it. Okay, he's bringing a new shot to the league, Victor Wimbanyama. Yes, it's a runner, a floater three. He shoots it off one foot, yep. the baseline. And he does it all the time. Anywhere on the top court, wings on top of the key, yep. coming off he, a pick or whatever. He, he's he's dribbling, he's crossing you over, and then he's shooting off one he's foot too so- from the three point line. Yeah. you can't block it, bro. He it's unstoppable. He must feel like wow. I feel when I am am on Riley's. University of Memphis toddler goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like putting that thing well, through you know, my legs. To that point, that thing. with the way, that Steph, the way that Steph Curry changed the league, at some point, so a tall guy with those types of skills, in other words, that can still be that, maybe not that type of shooter, but you know what I'm saying, like a the, good the, shooter. Well, Steph's one, this more like KD or, or you got to right, go, you, okay. right? You got to have yeah. a big, big shooter long, out there. Yeah, that this. Yeah. You know, th- these bigs all of a sudden saying, hey, I'm going to go do but, – but now I'm telling you something we've never seen, a one-hand, one-footed three-pointer that this, this is one of his go-tos, is one of his weapons. So remember we talked about it? I mean, this, this dude, just, he's got teams frothing at the mouth, you know, to, to get him. And so it's, he's going he's gonna to change the, the, the league so long as he stays healthy. Yeah, he but- does seem to hit the floor a lot. Well, that's the that he hits the floor a lot, and at that size, you know, being so breakable, it feels like you know that that's that's gonna be the thing on him. He's not he's not Chet Holmgren now. He's not that kind of where you just look at him all day. He's gonna break the next time he takes a step. But obviously, with as much as he hits the ground, the yeah. way he plays, as long as he is, the ball usage, you know, injury is gonna be a thing. Yeah, no, I I I don't think he'll change the game because he's one of one. I mean, he's he, there is no, you know, you can't put him. He's not. 
You know, what I'm like it's not replicable. When I say change the game, when you bring a new shot to it, yeah. You, oh yeah, no. I mean, he you, you were changing well, the game. Steph changed the game in a Steph changed the game because he changed the way the game is played. Right? He changed the way that NBA teams build their teams. He changed the way that you know the pace and and the shot selection and all of that. Victor will change how NBA teams defend. I mean, that's what he'll do. You know, but like you can't go out and find another LeBron. I mean, this guy is the closest thing we have seen today to that. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you go out and you and you go all in on trying to find the next Winbanyama, you're gonna be asked out because it ain't one. And we'll see how he adjusts to the league. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that uh, he struggles with the physicality. I don't rule that out. I mean, we've had plenty of uh, of, of guys come in and and look the part. Not that Durant doesn't struggle with the physicality. That's true. That's true. Period. He doesn't. And he could bench 125 pounds. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. But he's an unbelievable scorer. Is Victor Wimbanyama going to be able to do that like Durant? Bro, he's got the freaking tool bag. He does. He does. But, you know, I'm just, He seems to have the swagger. Darko did, too. Oh, my Lord. I can't even believe you put him in the same sentence. He did. Darko was like the, the future for a minute there, and then he came over to the league, and he just wasn't as good. Now, I agree that Victor has more... Ability. No, this one's more. People are sold. It's like Doncic, where most folks are sold. This guy's gonna come over here and be good. Yeah. Well, people, you know, people were not universally. You gotta go back. People were not universally sold on Luca somewhere. But oh, our man Yoda, and he's gotten everything else right. Who else? I feel like there was some. Who else didn't there thought was, Doncic was gonna come over here and the athleticism was gonna keep him well, from being a great That's what you did hear. You did hear that. You did hear that he was not gonna be able to translate. What you heard was this guy's been a pro since he was a kid, right? And, and that was gonna be the difference. Yeah. That he'd been trained for this and was yeah. not scared. No, I, I just hope he goes to like a, a a decent a decent team. You know, I don't want him to go to Charlotte. That's the one. Well, it feels where, like that's what Pop's hanging around for, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah maybe. Like to get a chance to coach him. Gotta be something, man. Unless he just loves basketball that damn much. But he, they suck. This kid, this kid, will be different than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be it'd be interesting. But yeah, that's going to start to happen. The tank for Win Banyama will begin in full force here, very soon. Mm-hmm. So the key for the Grizz is just to make sure that when you're going up against those teams, that you're still locked in and and trying to get the dub and 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 do it in a professional well, manner. You're in your next Utah Grizzlies OU. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll come back. Sean Salisbury's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about uh, Week 18. Damar Hamlin. Get his thoughts on the the resolution here for uh, the the AFC title game, Jags, Titans, all that and more. Stick around, Jason and John. How do you turn to fan ESPN? You know, with the NFL, so many players, so many trends, you can always find new player game props that you like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game, score an even bigger payout. It's perfect for this weekend slate of games. We've already been through it a little bit. How do you put together a same game parlay, Jason? I'm new to this. All right, quarterback going to go over or under on passing yards, running back going to score an anytime touchdown, uh, over on total points scored. That's how you do it. Uh, can pick from a bunch of things. Easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit. That's the FanDuel Sportsbook app. The live betting, too. It's easy to place that bet fast during a game if you see one of those aforementioned trends that you like. Fast withdrawals, too. That's a great thing about FanDuel. When you win, you'll get that money back in your account fast. And look for those odds boosts every day 
and some big super boosts. We've had the 92-9 boost with the Titans hit a couple times this season. It's the fun. There's no feeling like nailing the same game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel, sign up today with promo code JSmith. You're going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and partner of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems going to call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9797. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sean Salisbury is the host of the Tom Salisbury Show in Houston on Sports Talk 790. Been kind enough to join us throughout the NFL season. He's here now. Sean, Happy New Year, my man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you guys as well. So, uh, a, a lot to get to. Um, just you know, as, as a former player, I think it's a it's an it's an obligatory question, but I would love just to to know when you were watching that game, just the thoughts that that you had um, watching the 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 incident, and then just everything that happened after, and the players' faces, and everything that went down. Well, I, I think for anybody, it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. When you saw it, you could you could even not like football and. When you saw it, it was a devastating, sobering, gut-wrenching situation that was alarming if you're sitting in a restaurant watching or what have you, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And it probably hits a little different for guys that play because one is we're used to, and I know fans are as well, but used to in a blowout a knee or an Achilles or a shoulder, we just kind of move the drill. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, and I've been on fields where guys, I've blown mine out twice on a practice field. Guy shreds his knee. And we move the drill and keep the drill going while the trainer and the doctor take care of the player. That's, that's the, the unfortunate, harsh reality of the football side of the, the warrior on the field toughness mentality. And, and I think it also hits different for players and the fraternity of players because we're with our families uh, less during the season than we are with our teammates. So they are family. You saw the raw emotion. I was, I was mortified. Like what I saw and like, I, what did I see? Is there a head injury? And then when, it, when he got back up and fell back down, and then you started to see the severity of it, that it was everything but a knee or a shoulder. That's when you hope it's one of those, an ankle. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, and players are in tears. It is different because this was real life. And I think for, uh, you know, Monday night, 
It wasn't football. It wasn't a hey, tough guys moving a drill. This was a man's fighting for his life. And thank goodness for incredible first responders, the power of prayer and great feelings. And now we obviously know the recovery has started and seems like nothing but great news, which is awesome. But I think there was the, the devastation, the fear, like how could this happen? And maybe at 24 years old, you're like, how has this happened to a kid his age? And nobody did anything wrong. The, the first responders, the, the T. Higgins yeah. did nothing wrong. There was everybody, the NFL, by suspending it and now canceling the game, postponing it, canceling Everything did everything right. It was a horrible situation. But it was handled well. And I think what it does is it brings into, oh, my gosh, the real-life stuff. And you realize that these athletes are so good at what they do. And they, they like we look at them, and I do still, and like, man, they can fly like Superman. These guys do stuff that's unheard of in all these pro sports. And when this happens, you're like, well, wait a minute. It's not supposed to happen to a 24. These are Superman. They, real life things don't happen, but they do, and they did. And maybe being a 24-year-old, well, it's hard for us to accept, how, but how strong and the fight he has in him may very well be a big reason why he hopefully it appears is going to make and we what hopes to be a full recovery, but a recovery. And, you know, you try to find hidden blessings in this, and you think, well, what's the blessing from this? And Lorenzo Neal, the great fullback, and I were talking last night. You know, one of the blessings is around your teammates and around family and you're, you're, you're playing a game which, like, how does this happen? Imagine if he's driving down the street or home alone and nobody's around. And... So be great. We had the top mm. medical staff. So if there's a blessing to be found in something that is a horrible situation, the blessing is hopefully makes a full recovery. Hopefully we are more rea- uh, proactive moving forward than reactive, although the reactive part of this was sensational by how they handled it. And that we can be grateful that a man's life appears to have been spared and saved by some really uh, smart and good and aware people uh, in a situation that, being around his teammates, and it happened at a time when it was unfortunate timing, but the fortunate part is that he, his life's been saved. Yep. And it looks like it's going to be okay. So there's the, 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 I guess there's blessings and everything. Although when it happened, I think we all were, oh, my gosh. And, and we'll never forget where we were 20 years from now when somebody asked us about this. Well, and I wonder too, Sean, and thank God we don't have to wonder too much about the alternative, but if, if, if Hamlin's not recovering, right, if he's still on, the, on, on the, the respirator and those lungs aren't working, like how are, we, how, how are the Bills or Bengals preparing for a game, right? It's like they, need, they almost needed this news, right, or the, to move on and, and be able to. I just figured it'd be so tough, Sean, for me to concentrate on the Patriots or if I'm a Bengal concentrating on the Ravens and I hadn't had these updates. I hadn't had that good news right. or the hope that he's going to be back, right. Sean. We can say all we want. It's fully impossible to be 100% all in. Yeah. There's, there's no, you just can't because you're, 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 you're trying to think. You're, you're, your mind's on your teammate, your comrade, right. your buddy and your family member, yet you're trying to play, and then you're going to go and play. It's not like you're going to play pickup basketball with your buddies and shoot two-on-two jumpers. Mm-hmm. We're going to play another football game at the most important time of the year, the X's and O's wise, right? And so, no, they, yes, yep. they, they, that's, it was impossible. And not just there for those two. The, the teammates the, the, in, in Miami and, yes, and Pittsburgh, I mean, everybody, because it's that fraternity we're talking about, but obviously harder on the guys that are around him every single day. But you are correct that 
And then you start to think about what would be, how would people, that what-if scenario, grateful we didn't have to see it and that we're not seeing it. Imagine the now the joy, the energy, the happiness, the peace of mind you're getting knowing that you got to FaceTime with yep. him and everything appears to be headed in the right direction. What energy, just for energy, the life energy you're going to get, let alone how your mind can say, okay, he would want us and he'll tell us to get the preparation to go win, I'm sure, right? So, yes, I, you are 100% correct. And peace of mind matters as well as, as, as the health does. So it is the uh, think about the, what we were feeling Monday night, guys. Today's Friday. Yep, yep. Today, today is Friday. And we're already talking about this young man doing, you know, uh, FaceTime and then talking to family and communicate. It is, it is, feels miraculous to me. And um, it, it's a, it, what, a, what a blessing. But it's also still, you know, you still got to refocus and do it because. There are those questions, and one thing I don't want people to do. First of all, T. Higgins should not feel one ounce. I know he feels horrible, I'm sure, but one ounce of guilt. He doesn't need to carry that burden. He did nothing wrong. They were playing football, and what seemed like a un- – we see those hits every day, right, every, every play. And for whatever reason, and we don't know the reason if this was pre, could it have happened when he was standing on the sideline? I don't know. But the bottom line is this isn't a reason to hate football. Matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. It's a reason to say, man, the toughness and these guys rallying around and the power of prayer and the love that they have for each other was real and raw, man. And it, uh, I couldn't be happier that we're having this news because yep. it sure would, heading into a weekend trying to play a football game, Oof. sure would pale in comparison to his health. That's for sure. Absolutely. We're talking to Sean Salisbury. He joins us every single Friday here on the show, Sports Talk 790 in Houston, former NFL QB. Uh, for the, it's a playoff game, essentially. Winner gets the AFC South. Jags, Titans, Titans rolling out Josh Dobbs. Although, just interestingly enough, this number opened at seven. It's come down a little bit towards the Titans. Um, is this a pride thing for the Titans? Can they keep this close, maybe pull it off? Or is this just going to be a Trevor Lawrence showcase? What do you think? Well, it's a Mike Vrabel team, and they are, you know what, guys, they are going to be tough as 100-year-old leather. They're not going to be an easy out. And I would be starting Dobbs this week, too. And listen, I think Malik Willis has a world of ability. It, it, the, the stage is a little too big for him right now, as you can see by the way they call their offense, right? They, the comfort of And listen, when you're a rookie, good gracious, I, I understand. The big dude behind you is a pretty good guy to lean on. So I get why they're doing this and why you would be starting Josh Dobbs a little bit more, not much more experience, though. And it seems like right now, as far as passing the football from what I've seen, far more comfortable in advance to be able to put it in the air. And they're going to need to throw it at times. But uh, there ain't no way I'd bet this game. And there's damn well no way I'd bet against the toughest Mike Brable team. And listen, there's been chaos. People getting, you know, general manager fired during the season. All the talk about Todd Downing and other coaches, where are they going? Is Mike going to have more power? Mike Brable's not going anywhere. But there's a lot. And – We'll, we find out about a lot of team in chaos, and this team's proven that they're one of the tougher teams in, in football. So I don't put it past them now. If I did have to bet it and just pick the game, not the pre- spread, I, w- I would pick Jacksonville. By far right now the best quarterback in the division is the guy in Jacksonville and the way he's playing. There's a different swagger about him. You've got a coach that's feeling it. It's amazing what happens when you get a quarterback and a head coach working together, which you can with the things you can do. But – I, for one, am not putting the toughness aside. I think Jack. I'll take Jacksonville in the game, and what a, what a turnaround because they were picking first this year and the last two years, and now 
They're playing for a division title. I don't know if it's going to be a Trevor Lawrence show. Matter of fact, I don't think that they want it to be that. I think they need to mix in some screens and runs to to offset it. But I'm not counting the out in elimination game by any stretch. I think right now Jacksonville is the better team, and I think that's pretty easy for me to say. Sean, I've seen this look in Aaron Rodgers' eye before as a Bears fan. I've seen it a bunch of times, and I would not want to play him right now if I'm any team in the NFC and I'm in the playoffs. Just how how dangerous are they, Sean? Do you do you believe in them and their ability to make a run as much as I do? Yeah, I've also seen the wild card movie that his only Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. They were in a wild card, had to go on the road the entire time. There it is. And he carry, and they had like ten or eleven guys on on IR that year. I'm talking about at that time, and he loaded them up and said, "Let's go!" and was the Super Bowl champion. So I've not only seen this movie uh, up close and personal; it's way too eerie. And if you're Detroit or Seattle, you're saying, "Okay, well, we got. I know we got to take care of our business. It's going to be tough, and you're going to be rolling into uh, cold. You're an indoor team. Uh, You're not used to this situation because Detroit doesn't tread here very often." Six weeks ago, I had—I don't know about you guys—I think we talked about. It. I had him left for dead. I, I said too. there's no way they make the playoffs because there was no signs telling me, even with Rodgers, that they were any good offensively. Because the guys running wrong, routes can't fish, and now here we are. Young guys are playing. They can run the football. They played their defense last. They played as good a defense you'll see on the best receiver maybe in football right, right now. Yeah. They pressed him and were mauled him at the line of scrimmage. If you're Detroit, I'm going to advise you of one thing. You better play fast early, and you better jump out in front and shorten this damn game because you do not want to be down three touchdowns or 17-3 to with that Lambeau field going nuts and playing it. Of course, you're taking Green Bay in the situation. Now, on the other side, we know Detroit's capabilities of scoring. Mm -hmm. They seem to score a lot. The question is, are you going to stop anybody? And can your receivers get open? And where's your emotional and mental toughness in the chill I don't know what the temperature is going to be. It ain't going to be hot. So where are you? Of course, you'd pick the Packers. And getting into the playoffs, hell, tell me two of the quarterbacks. Forget their teams right now. Of all the quarterbacks in the playoffs, especially in the NFC, you know who the top two you'd trust are? Putting them on any team are Brady and Rodgers. I'm talking about because of January and who they are in the postseason. So, yeah, it's scary. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're thinking – Let's keep this thing rolling. Green Bay wins, but I think Detroit hangs around. What's the uh, what's the future hold for both Derek Carr uh, and the Raiders? Raiders are not going to fire the coach, I don't believe. Um, you saw the Devontae. They've got weapons, man. And Josh Dake, when I hear Bosa say that's the best running back he's ever played, and we've seen it with our eyes, they've got some stuff to build on, and he's going to want to pay, too, since they decided not to pick up that fifth year, right? So – there's a lot of things they're going to have to do. I saw a different energy last week. You know how I, I know how you are, too, about my Raiders and how I've watched every snap every, all the time. But I can tell you this. I, I had a problem with Derek Carr begging out of, last two, of, the, of the last two weeks. I think it's, I think it's coward, cowardly. If you're going to preach to me that you're a leader, you, can't, you, can't, you better have a headset on on the sidelines cheering on uh, – uh, Jared Stidham. I, I, I hated it with a passion. I don't care how butthurt you are. You stay there and you help. And if the team sent him home, then you should have battled the team. And if he asked to go home, which apparently he did, then I got a major problem. And the team's moving forward. Here's what I know now about Derek Carr, if this is the case. 
he's going to get you to a certain level. He's never going to wear a ring on his finger. Yep. So he'll put up numbers. He'll give you stuff. Uh, but I saw a different energy. Now, I don't know if they can continue that with Stidham one more week and then see what they do. But I had a major issue. And I know maybe not a bother some to other people. Player empowerment's a good thing. When did we get to a point that when you got beat out or something, that we just sent you home and let you collect your paycheck without helping the guy who's been there rooting you on the whole year? That ain't leadership. That's turning and running in the other side of an alley. It, it, it bothers me. And that's probably why the Raiders are where they are year after year. You got to fix that culture. Derek Carr will not be there. He'll play somewhere. He'll put up good numbers. He's a good player. But if you're a franchise thinks you're putting a ring on your finger, unless you have great players everywhere, not going to happen. He'll get you possibly to January. He ain't getting you to February. Is Brady the obvious choice there to you? I, 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 I guess, yeah. I mean, with Josh, of course, you don't yeah. have to learn any new verbiage. Weapons. Now, the question is, does Tom want to play again? Almost, well, I think we're going to pay attention to how this ends or where it goes with this team. And uh, But if he's leaving, I don't think the Sean Payton thing in him is going to happen. I think he's going to go younger, Sean Payton, wherever he ends up. But, yeah, if Brady leaves Tampa, obvious choice now. Maybe Brady said, I'm not ready to leave yet. I'm going to go Tampa one more time. But Devontae, Weapons, McDaniel, Jacobs, if Brady's going to play one more and it isn't going to be in Tampa, it feels like the obvious choice. And maybe Tom thinks, I still got another one in me. He sure looked good last week. We'll see if this team has something going on in the postseason. Last thing, Sean, t- you're down in uh, in Houston. If the Texans end up with the one pick, where, which way are you going? What do they need? Who are they taking? Well, I, 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 no, I'm going to evaluate everything. I thought that Stroud. I've always loved Stroud. I like the you know the body type and the way he played. I loved seeing his feet last week. Yeah. But guys, it's weird. Everybody wanted Bryce Young to be the first pick last year. Now all of a sudden he's too small. I, I, did some change over the last year? There's a lot of good players, Will Anderson. But I need two things in Houston. They're going to fire the coach, and they're going to get a new head coach. That's one. And then they're going to go, and they're going to get, I would imagine, evaluate the quarterback. If you think there's a program or a franchise changer, you draft it. Everything I've seen, and I will, between now and April, I'm sure we'll talk plenty, but everything I've seen, I don't, what's the negative on Bryce Young? Throws on time. He's accurate. He wins. He plays in the toughest conference. He's been durable. Um, I, I don't. I mean, if I guess six foot, 180, 185 people don't like for me or five eleven. Show me something other than that. Give me the it factor, and it'll outweigh the measurables. If I was picking, I'd get my me the right coach, and Bryce Young would be the first pick. Even though I'll evaluate them all and I'll entertain calls, he's the best I've seen doing it the last two years consistently. And I don't know why measurables become such a big deal. Maybe they'll pay off that way, and maybe they won't. But if you're the Texans, you need a program changer. Yep. To me, he looks like the best program changer in college football, at least what I've seen that's eligible for this draft. I 100% agree. Hey, uh, real quick before we uh, get you out of here, Sean, TCU, I know it's kind of in your neck of the woods. They're a great story. Uh, d- does the slipper come off against Georgia, or is this a team of destiny? I think it may, now it may come off. Now, destiny, I think, is uh, the way they think about all the different path from head coach leaves, bringing Sonny Dykes. Then all of a sudden, your quarterback gets benched, and he's in training camp. He comes back, has a heart issue. He comes back and plays. You've had to run people on it. Field goals late. You beat. I mean, I, I don't need to reiterate all. Go through it. I don't know if Destiny. You still got to be able to deal when somebody punches you in the face, and they punch Michigan in the face, and now they got Georgia. Listen, the slipper may come off, but it ain't going to come off till late, and it might not come all the way off. Be careful, Georgia. 
because this team has a ton of weapons on the offensive side of the ball, meaning TCU, and they are tough as hell. Be careful if they have a possession late with the game on the line. They win close games. The slipper may come off, but it only may be half off. You may have to break it late in the game. I don't think it's a blowout. I'm betting it. I'm taking TCU with the point. Love it. Sean, right. appreciate you as always, Thank man. Thank you so much, Thank Sean. You. Happy New Year, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Have a great one. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So um, it sounds as though uh, the University of Memphis's loss to to Lane, it, it, it did cost them. It did cost them a little bit, but it didn't cost them everything. I guess is the way you would you would put that. It was a, it was an expensive L, but it didn't cost them everything. Yeah, got a tweet yesterday from a, a friend of the show, Sanderson, on Twitter. Asked me this. He said, Jason, just would like a season without being nervous throughout. And he was pointing to Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, which right now the latest has Memphis as one of the last four buys. Has Memphis as a nine seed, which is exactly what they were last season, uh, in the same region right now. Uh, as Alabama, he's got as a one seed. His other ones are Purdue, Arizona, Kansas. But right now, he's got them in the East. More importantly, it's it's the position, not not where they are. Ninth, uh, a nine seed, and again, like we mentioned, you know, last four buys. I think we you come into the season feeling really good that this is going to be a tournament team, and I think through the non-conference, you still felt that way. But at least according to one bracketologist, now it kind of goes back to yeah, as our man Sanders said. I was kind of thinking, oh, yeah, you might have a drama-free one here, but no, because of the the Tulane loss, and, and probably more than the Tulane loss, it's the fact that a non-conference schedule that you did beef up, it hadn't broken right. Like St. Louis has been has been a letdown in terms of the the, the teams you've played. Like you know, the Auburn right now is you know kind of going back and right now it's a 47-48 at the net. You'd hope that that win would remain a quad one and beat easy win all all year long. My point is that. You know, the teams that you played haven't been as successful as necessarily you wanted them to be. And so here, through the non-conference, two games into a conference schedule that's going to, John, not have many opportunities, you got work to do. No, you do. You put yourself behind the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would hope for no drama. And again, this isn't all just because, this isn't all you're here because of the two-lane loss. It's it's a combination of those things. Hopefully, though, you know, East Carolina is one thing. You expect to go out there, look good. Hopefully you're not giving up 90, 80-something points. Need to get back there, quite frankly. But next week, with opportunities so few and far between, UCF there, you know, you hope you're you're playing good basketball going into the, that one because clearly, at least from Lillardi's standpoint, the Tigers got work to do to get the back off the wall. So this was a place you never hoped to be this season. Yeah. 
Uh, that said, it's it's you can get off of it as long as you were the second best team in the AAC. I still believe you are a tournament team. Yeah, you've got to you've got to sit on that perch though. You've got to you got to remain on that perch. Well, to our point, he still only got the AAC as a two bid league. Right. He doesn't necessarily believe that this UCF team's broken through so much that the AAC is all of a sudden going to get three three bids. He's got it as a two bid league right now. Now, could that change? Yes, obviously. Hopefully, UCF remains good after you play him, but. Uh, no, man, that, you're kind of right where you always are, thin margin for error. Yeah, hoping to get off that 8-9. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 